Hey there, welcome to LSAT Demon Daily. I'm Ben Olson, that's Nathan Fox. We're the founders of LSATdemon.com and our weekly podcast, Thinking LSAT. We have an email here from Dana. Yeah, Eric posted a screenshot of Dana's email, um, and it's long. He also helpfully gave us some bullets. So we're going to try the bullets, and then if we have to click into the screenshot, we might click into the screenshot. So Dana's actual questions here are assuming I'll be able to get my GPA to a 3.7, 3.8 range by my graduation, where will there still be a chance that I can get into a T14 school? 3.7, 3.8 is kind of borderline for any top 14 school. It depends on your LSAT. Yeah. You should get straight A's between now and graduation. You should do as much as you can to bump that up. If you're serious about T14, you got to get more serious about your grades. And possibly look at past grades and what can you do to turn them into pass fail. Absolutely. If you get can get B's removed. and C's removed and changed to passes, you can bump your grade point average for free. Yeah. Okay. How much weight is there to where I went to where I went as an undergrad, which was Berkeley? How much weight does that carry, Ben? Very, very little. Some. Berkeley's better than some other places, but so little that it's not noticeable. What's more important is your GPA. And your LSAT. Correct. Does my life experience matter in the application? How much? Uh, by the way, this is someone who was a commander in the Israeli military. Wow. Well, that's some serious <laughs> Sounds impressive. Commander yeah. could be like your title when you are just mandatory enlisted. <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what anyway, that is. Yeah. You're, if you are some type of officer in the Israeli military, that sounds good. That sounds great. Yeah. How much does it matter compared to LSAT and GPA? It still doesn't matter as much, but it's something. It's something. It's something to write about, at least. Last question. Does your GLAD advice apply to 27-year-olds? The GLAD advice, by the way, is GPA yeah. first, then LSAT. If you're not getting straight A's, which you're not, Dana, you shouldn't be thinking about the LSAT. Yes, it does apply to 27-year-olds. You, Dana, should be getting straight A's. Then worry about your LSAT. And just don't even fuck with your applications at all. Don't, I don't care what the deadlines are, early register, early priority deadline. Just forget all of it and work on the LSAT because it might take a while. It might take multiple official attempts that might stretch out over months or a year or years even in some cases. So grades first, then LSAT, then apply. If it's fall, apply. All you have to do is just wait for the next fall. Okay, so there's no rush. Just do you have your grades done? Do you have your LSAT done? Is it fall? Good, apply. And then the D is decide, which is decide not just where you're going to go to school, but if you're going to go to school, if you're going to accept any of the generous offers, which you should have in hand if you do it our way. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if we want to extend this acronym to say GLAD with like two A's, but you're applying early, right? In the fall. That'd be an E. Apply early. Apply early. Oh, it's another A. Apply broadly. <laughs> I see. Right. So it's A E and A B. Okay. Yeah. yeah apply yeah. early. Apply broadly. Yeah, yeah. We're we're cheating a little bit, but the point is, is to get right. The it's not just applying early. It's also applying broadly, so you're not selling yourself short. Yeah. And and then of course that that ending piece decide. I don't think people understand that. Yeah. Many times the correct <laughs> answer is these offers suck and I'm not going to take any of them. Yeah. 
It also has nothing to do with age. It has to do with whether you're in school. And even <laughs> when you're not in God, school, you're still continuing down this path. If, it, if, I, if I didn't have the context, I would not even know what she meant. It's, is 27 too young? Is 27 too old? Yeah. I have no idea. I yeah. know from experience that this is a 27-year-old who thinks that 27 is old. Yeah. But 27 is like right around the average age of people who go to law school. Yeah. And there is absolutely nothing wrong with being a little bit older going to law school. In fact, it can be a major advantage. The people who go to law school after having had real jobs tend to perform much better with way less stress yeah. than the people who went K through JD. Yeah. The K through JDs are just a fucking shit show. But the older folks are like, yeah, I, I, I yeah, I, I got to get home to my kids. So can we get back to the agenda for the meeting yeah. instead of like obsessing over dumb shit? So yes, it still applies, Dana. Thank you for writing in. Last thing I see in Dana's email signature. She says, UC Berkeley Philosophy 2024. So presumably she's graduating in May or June of this year. It's possible that you may benefit from delaying that graduation a little bit so you can do some summer classes and increase your GPA even more. Mm-hmm. Totally. And you're, you're applying. I mean, if you do graduate in fall of 20, sorry, in spring of 2024, then you're going to apply in September of 2024 for the following September, the class that starts in September of 2025, just to be clear. I think Dana knows that. Mm -hmm. especially because she's trying to get into top 14s. I mean, she's not applying in May. And I hope she's not applying now. God, that would be terrible. Yeah. So uh, we're, we're looking at the next application cycle, Dana. You need straight A's from here on out. You need to try to rehabilitate that GPA as best you can. Changing one C to a pass could do it for you. You're going to want to look at the LSAC's Interpretive Guide to Undergraduate Grading mm. Systems page for whatever top 14 schools you're... Oh, no, sorry, for Berkeley, for Berkeley, because that's your undergrad. So the Interpretive Guide to Undergraduate Grading Systems page on LSAC, they call it IGUGS, <laughs> I-G-U-G-S. That should tell you how passes are converted. And if it's possible at all to get some of your bad grades changed into passes, you might be able to raise your GPA. It works at UCLA. I don't see why it wouldn't work at Berkeley. Email daily at lsatdemon.com if you'd like to ask us a question or share some LSAT of Law School Admissions news. Thanks for listening.